0: How's it going tonight, everybody? We all Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we got a new category
1: this week, and we're going deep with this category. Deeper than any humans have ever gone. Yeah. We dug too deep. Too greedily, but in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> we got shark movies. Mm-hmm. The terrors of the deep from what I've been told, thanks to movies.
2: What? There are, are misunderstood friends from the the, the, the the depths, your friendly friendly coral reef uh, neighbors. Right? They don't
1: live in the reefs, do they? I don't know where they live. I'm not a marine biologist. <laughs> There's probably one or two that hang... The little ones, like what, like the tiger sharks? I think I've seen a cow shark close to, like, a reef cow shark i haven't heard of that did you make that up i think that's what they're called right you talk about a manatee What well, a manatee no 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 cow sharks it is
0: a thing hmm all then i think they don't like mess with people
2: i think they're like chill
0: very interesting fox is now our shark expert what no, no, no. Remember
2: like less than a minute ago when I said I wasn't a scientist? <laughs> He's I just have access to Wikipedia.
1: He has brought new information <laughs> to us to light <laughs> that we've never knew about. He is the expert. But what are we watching? Who picked this one?
0: Yeah, what are we even watching? Good lord. I picked this one. The tagline for this one opening wide. On August 10th is The Meg. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what IMDB says here on the, like, splash art cover thing. But, yeah, I picked The Meg by John Turtletop. This, yeah, this movie came out in 2018, and it's got the man Jason Statham in it, along with
3: uh, Ryan Wilson. Oh, that's who that guy was. I thought he looked familiar.
0: Yeah, a whole bunch of other people from the cast, but... Yeah, I picked this one, and we're gonna spoil it, so
1: if you don't want spoilers, haven't seen it. Beware, there are spoilers lurking just beneath the surface, underneath the clouds of the trench, and we're gonna dig in there and pull them out, one at a time.
3: Is that how you say that guy's name, Brian? I think so. I've heard it pronounced both like Ryan and Rain. I think I've met that guy.
1: Yeah, he went to our college.
3: Yeah, I thought I, I thought I met him once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't remember why, but I'm
3: like that guy looks real familiar. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's from The Office. Said, yes, I outed myself as not having seen The <laughs> Office, so there you go.
2: You know, I always knew him from Sahara, so it's all right, Dan. Oh, he's
3: in that too. Oh
2: yeah.
1: Well, what's this movie about? What, what What's the deal with the Meg? Um, I'll
0: read the IMDB synopsis. A group of scientists exploring the Marianas Trench encounter the largest marine predator that has ever
1: existed.
0: The cow shark. <laughs> Not the <laughs> Megaliton. <laughs> That'd be the
1: twist. <laughs> Slightly less intimidating if it's called, like, the cow instead of the Meg. They They go deep and they find a... Big CGI Shark. I remember being so excited for this movie when it was like the trailer came out. All because yeah, Jason Statham's talking about this Megalodon and it was just so awesome. I don't know why I wanted to see it so badly, but we all saw it in theaters together, I think. Maybe maybe We did. We did. Did you were you there, Dan?
3: I don't remember. Nah, I was I was had moved away at the time this had come out. This was my first time seeing it though. I was going to, I think I told the story on the last episode. I was going to see it at the B&B because I was sure it was going to be in the 4D theater. And then they didn't even show it at the B&B theater. And I was like, nope, I guess I ain't seeing that then.
1: I will never see this movie.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It just got put into the pile of stuff to watch sometime. (laughs) And this
2: is either the fourth or fifth time I've seen this one. (laughs) oh wow same
1: honestly yeah
2: yeah and unlike tv i wasn't even excited for it i was like oh great another generic stock action movie and now here i am at at least four times and it's only been out for what four years am i averaging once a year here
1: (laughs) that's pretty impressive i hope so yeah i mean this was one of the first back in the the run the real archives when we were first trying to figure out how to record things this is one of the first reviews we ever
3: did. Oh, you did the Meg. Nice. Mm-hmm.
1: It's locked up in the vault. I tried to listen to some of it today and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> 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 sounds so bad. <laughs> nice. But, yeah. I, I watched this quite a bit too. I think I watched this on Thanksgiving with my family two years ago as well for <laughs> Meg's Giving. Meg's <laughs> Giving. Oh, well, I love yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I've only seen this one twice. This was my second time watching it. And I think I enjoyed it more this time than I did the first time I watched it. It was fun. I didn't like dislike it by any means the first time. I thought it was just kind of like it wasn't what I was expecting it was going to be because no, (laughs) I was going to bring this up. Yeah, the marketing for this really made me feel like Statham was going to be taking on the shark a lot more than he does in this movie. You don't get a ton of meg action in it i feel like the from what i was expecting the first time watching it but knowing it going in this time i was i was
3: having fun man it's it's more like i don't know a thriller than anything else kind of
1: it's like an action movie that's what i think it is basically it's just a a kind of a schlocky action movie this
3: is it kind of dumb yeah i'd say so but it's not enough schlock in it, though. Like, I, I I, didn't particularly like this that much, but I didn't hate it either. I'm very middle of the road on it. Um, I think the biggest problem for me is it didn't want to... It, this might be since it's based on a book, too, and there might have been trying the balance between being faithful to the book and doing its own thing. But, like, the tone is so all over the place in this. It can't decide if it wants to be serious or be a B, schlocky B movie. And I think they should have been a schlocky B movie. (laughs) Because every time it tries to get serious, it is terrible at it. (laughs) I gotta say, I kind of appreciate
2: the the risks they took going with the more serious tone. I'm kind of getting sick of, like, what qualifies as a schlocky, b action movie these days like i always think of like the rock movies like that san andreas earthquake one you know oh yeah like i feel like the fact that there's like moments of peril there's
1: like some stakes in this
2: movie
1: i kind of agree yeah they do try to do some stuff and i don't think it always works with like the characters and it does feel kind of forced sometimes but yeah I, I like the kind of blend they don't like go full on like hammy winking at the camera, but it's like just ridiculous enough for me that's like, I'm pretty sure these people knew what they're making when they made it. Like it, it, it has that vibe to me where it just, it just has that goofy feel, even if it does take itself seriously. Yeah, I.
0: What I appreciated this time, I was kind of on line with you, Dan. I wanted more B movie out of this the first time I watched it, but this time I was just loving everything Jason Statham did in this movie. <laughs>
3: like he knew what there's... he was good what he was gonna do for sure <laughs> yeah
0: he was having fun and he like stole the show for me um every scene he was in there's what i'm gonna bring up to where they examine him the doctor does he's been saying he's crazy the whole time and jason statham's just you know sending flack back at him he's like yeah i'm perfectly fine just like the last (laughs) time you examined me or he has all these just like goofy lines that he tries to say pretty seriously and
3: it's it's just great i love that oh yeah he was the best for sure um he he totally is like a b-movie actor kind of not well I don't know. Is he a B or an A movie actor? I guess he's an A movie actor.
1: He's on that, like, edge. He could do both, I think, yeah. Yeah, He
3: he's good. He can be a pretty good actor when he wants to be, for sure.
1: And he knows when he can, like, just, like, pull into his brand of, like, the macho tough guy thing, <laughs> and it works really well when he does that, too. Like, this movie, I think, is he's pretty much doing generic Statham tough guy, but I like it.
3: The whole time, yeah. In in this like sometimes serious, sometimes like goofy movie. He's always just goofy. (laughs) Which I think might have conflicted with the tone in this a little bit. Um, because I enjoyed him in this quite a bit. Oh, what's what are them those what those two guys? dj i think that was one of them
1: dj is he's like the tech guy or communications guy or something yeah
3: yeah him toshi and the wall were all pretty funny too i liked all of them um they they did have some like of course forced humor stuff when you first meet them which kind of sucks but they they grow on you after that which was nice so all all the b movie stuff they were doing i i liked For the most part, but it's all the serious stuff I was like, that I didn't enjoy. Like, the actors weren't that great when they were trying to do it. Um, The writing is garbage in this. So, I don't know if they took it from the book. I hope not, because it's garbage. Um, The the story's not good. So, it's like everything about it screams B movie, but they still go serious with it or try to. And it didn't sit well with me. I wanted more B movie the entire way through. Like like the very end when Statham goes mano e mano with the shark. That was awesome. I did I didn't care about his relationship with his ex-wife or the um the new love interest or anything. Him with the little girl was pretty fun though. I liked her. She she was, she was good too in this.
1: I, I did start listening to the audiobook book at the Meg today. I wish I had started it sooner uh, just to see. Cause I was like, I wonder how different it is. And so far I feel like they changed a whole lot <laughs> with the, the movie, but um, it seems like it's more serious in the book and yeah, he's not like, well, he was in the Navy. I guess he was kind of, he could, you could see him, I guess as an action guy, but he's like more of a scientist Um, in the, the book. Who knows, maybe, I'm only like an hour into the audiobook, and I think I got like nine hours to go, so maybe
3: they follow it more closely towards the, the end, but... Gotcha. I got the feeling that, yeah, the book was probably more science than anything else, just from what they were trying to do with a lot of this movie. I
2: think for me, you know, I, I, I just really appreciate that they didn't go full-blown schlocky, because I... I, I, I'm i almost, like, afraid to see a movie like Sharknado again. Like, whatever I can do to never have to see a movie like Sharknado, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're doing this series. <laughs> Maybe we'll get one like that in here. Oh, boy. Because I feel like with shark movies, like, sharks are supposed to be scary. I've never been scared of sharks, mind you. But, like, whenever it's, like, super goofy, I, I don't know. I just, like, feel like I can't get into it. Like, there's a point when it's just, like, too stupid, when people are like chainsawing like 20 sharks to death in the middle of main street you know i'm like okay which maybe i don't know maybe i'll say maybe it's maybe it's not to this movie's credit that that's my big selling point for <laughs> it you know so <laughs> if i was going to criticize something it would be that romance that seriousness definitely makes me cringe real hard
1: the only thing I liked about it is when it kind of had like a, it subverted like the trope a little bit of like the ex-wife and them like not getting along. I was like, oh, that's nice. He's like getting along with his ex-wife and she's like pushing him to have a romance with this new girl. That's cool.
3: Yeah. And they didn't try the hook up again either.
1: Yeah. It was like a, just, they had like a, they're just friends, you know, they weren't angry at each other or anything. I was like, that's cool. I like that aspect of it. But, that
3: was nice change. I agree with that.
1: Yeah. The,
0: it surprises me. That the romance didn't come off very well. But the, like, I agree with you, Dan, the interactions with Statham and the the little girl, the daughter of the love interest, um, I thought those interactions were really well done.
3: Oh, yeah, me too. She was great. She stole the show just like Statham did.
0: (laughs) Maybe it was because of, yeah, the two of them just had such great chemistry and nobody else really did on set. But I don't know. They just worked really well together. yeah i agree most of the other um character interactions aren't super great but i kind of expected that going into this one um i just wanted some big shark stuff and something i wanted to bring up this time was the sub design like it's all cgi but it looks so cool it looks like something out of subnautica um, if you've played that game, and I mean, I did hop on and play some Subnautica after I watched it. That was, that was really good. There was some good camera work set design in this. Like, it wasn't amazing camera work throughout, but my visual moments of the
3: Meg looking through the glass at the little girl was really good. That that was the best, like, best scene, I think, was that. It's
0: so menacing, and yeah it was just perfectly shot and i also like the one where the person is lone like surfing paddleboarding whatever they're doing and the big meg swims underneath it as cgi i was like that's
1: so cool that was good they do a good job with like the scale of the meg i think like yeah they really emphasize how big it is and you can really feel yeah when it's like leering through the window that that is probably my favorite moment the whole movie as well just like slowly creeping in Oh, that gives me shivers just thinking about it. Man, that thing's so big. And it's sneaky, too. Like, yeah, because it's like blends in with like just the backdrop of the water so well. You'd be surprised how stealthy that giant shark can be. hmm He like toys with his food a little bit. It feels like
0: as the Meg. and Surprisingly, he's also really dumb. He does everything they want him to do, pretty much. The Meg? <laughs> Yeah, when they're like, "Oh, come
3: ignore all the people in the water, come come to our whale sounds." Man, all right, I got to talk about that that scene there. Like, man, what a letdown. You know, all the marketing material have the shark in the that that beach with all the people and everything. Like even the poster has it eating getting ready to chomp on somebody in an inflatable thing in the water. Man, that scene sucked. What a letdown. Like, they could have had so much fun with the Meg just chomping people. Like, he could have... I was wanting him to, like, open his mouth and just swim through and start gorging on all the people there. I was like, man, he only eats, like, four people the whole time. I was like, you've got a whole buffet there to yourself, man.
2: I think that was the studio. Yeah. I saw that Eli Roth was supposed to direct, but couldn't come to an agreement with the studio so yeah they switched him out
0: this was pg-13 so yep they couldn't have done that but i agree they did tease
1: that scene so much in the marketing i could have used a little more rampage in that scene yeah for sure i did think it was hilarious though when he did bite that guy in like the the inflatable bubble and it just like made the pop (laughs) that's pretty funny
3: (laughs) It it has some funny stuff like when the um when the they're on that what are those things like the floating platform Oh, uh, yeah like when the when the, when the kid stands up and starts looking and it's like oh my god and it cuts to like a bunch of girls on another one <laughs> so that th- there's some funny stuff there that made me laugh but you know I wanted to see him eat like uh, two hundred people there
1: it is surprising i think though yeah because it is kind of a it does have some bloody moments in it as well yeah like the end <laughs> yeah the end's like pretty gory and like the uh the whale that they like blow up with bombs that thing looks disgusting It's just surprising how yeah the i guess what can get by on the pg-13 and what can't i don't know
2: apparently as long as it's not
3: people it's fine yeah they can show body parts but they can't show the person getting eaten we saw dismembered hand yeah i forgot about that i mean it would it wouldn't even be that bad all he has to do is open his mouth and they show like people just floating in there and then he just chomps and like a bunch of blood comes out It's not that bad
1: yeah i'd be i mean it's pg-13 i wouldn't even be that offended if they like just like forgot about the blood and we're just like they're gone (laughs) i was like okay that's fine (laughs) just cut
2: it out yeah what kind of movie podcast would be be if we didn't criticize the MPA?
3: Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. Screw you guys! You you ruined the almost completely ruined the end of this movie. <laughs> Once they started having the Star Wars like fighter pilot scene with the shark and the subs, and then Statham rips its guts out, that was pretty fun. <laughs> shooting it with missiles that was awesome <laughs> yeah the ending is still
1: great man i'm just mainly here for like the set pieces i think i just love every time they are fighting with the shark is, i think they're all really cool there's like the one where they have to like put the tracker on it and then they try to poison it um and she almost gets swallowed by the shark oh god that really got under my skin, too, because I don't like the idea of being just swallowed whole by a giant sea creature. Man,
3: that's just, ugh. When they go out on the boat there, the mess with it, that was pretty decent overall, I think. It had some good tension and stuff in there, but, like, they do some dumb stuff there, too, like... The sequencing of events didn't make much sense to me. Like, they put, they make a big deal about having to put the tracker on it, right? Or it's going to get away. So they, they do that first and then they just keep messing with it and it never goes away. So I'm like, why'd they even do that in the first place? You know, they could have cut that out. Oh, just so they could find it. I mean, the ocean's a well, big I've, place. Yeah, but they got, they was just swimming around there and it didn't leave they didn't want to lose track of it lest it go
2: eat a bunch of people and give us what we actually wanted <laughs> well they didn't
3: even have the tracker on it then cuz that was a different meg which was i totally saw that coming when they caught it by the way that was like a terrible reveal but it was fun that it knocked the boat over um but like and then like Ryan Wilson just calls in somebody and they immediately put a tracker on it again so i'm like why didn't he do that the first place why'd they even have jason statham go swim out there to put a tracker on it you know so it's like even if that sequence was pretty good i think overall for the movie it's still some dumb stuff that didn't make much sense to me in it i do think it might have just been there to be a
2: set piece because, yeah, I was reading, and I guess, like, Statham's actually, like, a very accomplished swimmer,
3: IRL. I mean, have you seen that man?
2: Yeah, I guess he's, like, like, a he's competed, like, at a national level, I guess, in swimming in the past. Like, I almost feel like they were like, Jason, can you do a cool swim for us? He's like, yeah, write it in.
0: Yeah, that I agree, Dan. There is some dumb stuff that happens, but I like all the set pieces, and... It's generally pretty, pretty funny. There was another one they had there of the dog, like, swimming out into the
1: ocean. <laughs> it saw the Meg, and it just turns around. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that dog was making the beeline. He was trying to escape that boat. <laughs> he was just swimming away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty funny
0: for most of the movie for me. But, yeah, it is kind of dumb. Um... Something I noticed that was dumb in the writing of the story is people are constantly guilt-tripping Jason Statham's character for the events at the start of the movie. Like, it happens maybe—I stopped counting, but I counted, like, five times that they did it. And I was like, man, can we, like, not have this as the thing they're trying to make it serious about? Because I was like, man, he
3: did better than what they were doing, so. Yeah, would anybody buy that? Like, that's what I was thinking. Cause it's like they make it, they don't leave it up for like any a- any discussion. Like, it's, it's clear cut what happened at the start, and that Statham made the right call to like leave those people behind so that way everybody didn't die. Like, maybe if they made it more ambiguous, that would have worked, but they didn't. So, since they, everybody kept guilt tripping them it just doesn't it didn't work it's like it just comes off as like just i mean it is bad writing but it just makes it worse because they set it up so clear cut at the start you know i was getting tired of that too especially especially when su yin did it when they when they came back and toshi um sacrificed himself you know i think where
2: they really shot themselves in the foot was wanting to give us that big explosion right off the bat at the beginning of the movie with that sub. You know, like, if it had just sank and we heard that his, like, crew members had died horribly after hours of oxygen deprivation, yeah, like, maybe then. Maybe then the guilt tripping would make sense. But the fact that it blew up so fast, like, it sounds like everyone's like, I guess I wish we would have all died down there instead of being up here to criticize you after the fact.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous they go so hard for it, I thought. Um, Because they could have made more like consternation in the plot um in a different way
1: i didn't mind it honestly i thought i mean i get it uh but i think that's kind of like the i guess quote unquote theme of the movie is like focus on what you saved and not what you lost um and i mean yeah i have a degree the explosion happens so fast after they escape but and and i like that uh um yeah, uh, Suyin actually like apol like literally the next thing we see is her like apologizing to Jason Statham after that. Like, I could see that happening in real life. Like, th- it's felt kind of realistic to me. Like, that's how people think sometimes. You know, when they when they're not thinking like you know, they lose somebody they care about, they're gonna focus on that rather than what he actually accomplished.
2: I don't think you're wrong, but it's a weird industry for it. Like like astronauts, right? Like it's like an industry where like necessity has to dictate this. It can't be about emotions. And for these professionals to be so hung up on it, this feels kind of bizarre to me.
1: I don't know. I don't think they expected to find, like, a giant shark down there, though. I don't think they were prepared for something like that.
2: But they still, but, like, state them, his career is being a deep-sea rescue guy. I don't know. Like, I just don't know why they would think differently being in the biz for so many years. Like, what, have they gone back and saved people multiple times before? Or have they made the hard call and got who they could get, realistically, in the past?
1: Yeah, Statham knows he's right. I, I mean, I think he feels guilty still, but I, I mean, that's his his perspective is what you're saying. I think, but I, I can see how the outsider wouldn't feel that way. But like, are they
2: outsiders? They're in the same biz.
3: Like they're doing deep sea ocean stuff. Well, they're not saving people. They're just like the scientists. Whereas Statham's the rescuer. But they still gotta
2: know, right? I mean, like Toshi knows. He's like, I gotta sacrifice myself to save the rest.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I agree with you, Fox. I think they should know. Um, I do like, though, Terry, that they had that scene of her, like, apologizing and admitting she was wrong. That was good. That was a good character moment um, for them. At least they acknowledged it, and um, they tried, you know, which was cool that they did that. I think just, like... Having the viewer's perspective on the situation makes it harder to swallow. Looking from it from the character perspective at the moment, right? Because Suyin's not there um, for that opening scene, and she she didn't see that the submarine blew up like two seconds after he closed the hatch, right? So us knowing that information makes it seem like she's just whining in that scene. I think it's down to how they wrote it right in the writing if that would have been better they would have shorted up some um it would have been it would have came off better overall i think
1: there is certainly a lot they could have shored up on i would agree with that yes (laughs) in this whole movie
3: i think it comes back to that
2: doctor and his bizarre relationship with statham like not only does he disagree with his decision, but he's spent the last five years poisoning a group of complete strangers against Statham.
3: Yeah, no joke. <laughs> he's ranting. He's work
1: troubles.
0: <laughs> I did not like that Doctor character very much. I could have gone without him. Like he could have been cut, I
3: agree. I wanna bring up the end. Um, because they try to connect what happens at the beginning with him leaving people behind to the at the very end of the movie too. And I'm I'm not sure if I just had a bad take on it when I was watching it, but I wasn't quite sure what they were trying to go for. They like they do this really bad setup of having two helicopters crash into each other and blowing up their boat so that everybody has to get in the water. and pile on a submarine just so they could force this scene where statham has a flashback because the meg's going for that that floating buffet right and he's having the flashback and then he decides all right i'm gonna sacrifice myself to save all these people and i'm like are they trying to say here that he should have sacrificed himself at the start, too? Is that what they're trying to have him realize in that scene? Because that's how it came off to me, and I was like, that's some messed up logic there.
1: I didn't get that. I didn't either, no. I thought he he was just, you know, being the hero. He wasn't going to run away from it any longer. He's like, this is it. I'm facing this thing head on.
3: See, I thought that, too, but I was like, when was he ever shown as like not being the hero once they got him on board. Like, yeah, he was, he went and was in Thailand for a while, but once they brought him on board, he was the hero every single time. Not once did he like back out of doing something or like try and get someone else to do it. He's always gung ho being like, okay, I can do this if you don't want to, or yeah, I'll go do it. Right. So I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't really work in this context because he's never once since they brought him on board, not been the hero. So there's like nothing for him to learn from that. So that leaves like the only other thing is like, he should have killed himself at the start of the movie.
1: Well, the Meg's like the thing that's been haunting him like this whole life. Pretty much. That's what the kind of the Meg is in his mind. I think, cause this is what caused the first wreck. And so this is him confronting his like past and, you know, facing it down. Like, it's just coming to reckon with it, I guess, is more how I would see it, instead of
3: seeing him as killing himself, yeah. Gotcha, okay. That makes more sense to me.
2: I did make a note about his time in Thailand, because you're right, he is never shown to not be the hero. And it cracks me up when he gets introduced in Thailand that like, you know, it looks like he's like asleep at the bar and like the bartender like takes the beer bottle out of his limp hand and puts a new one in and his hat's down over his face. And then he hears someone like walk up and he's like, oh, I'm on alert. I was waiting. I'm so glad you're here.
1: <laughs> the the Hey Nicky, is that what it is? The theme, the like Thailand hey, theme? Hey Mickey, And like, yeah. That was so good. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, too. It's just that entrance. or It's just the music and him sleeping in with the beer. That scene was perfect because it came after...
0: The build-up scene to his character in the boardroom, where they were like, there's only one man <laughs> yeah. who's gone that deep and survived. And then the doctor's like, no, he's a nutcase. Yeah. <laughs> <And then his laughs> hey, Mickey, Ann blasted,
1: you know. and he's at the bar. It was perfect. That's a great character entrance. Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, I guess the way I kind of look at this movie, I kind of get similar feelings I do with like Godzilla versus Kong, kind of, where... Sure, there's some dumb stuff in it, blah, blah, blah. You know, you could nitpick the plot a lot, and the characters probably a lot, but at the end of the day, I'm just having kind of a blast. I'm along for the ride for the most part with this one. I just really like, yeah, Statham in it, and all the set pieces with the Meg, I think, are great. There might be some dumb stuff that happens, but I'm I'm just having so much fun that I really, I can ignore a lot of the problems, I think. I'm with you, TV.
3: I could see that. I could see that. I, my only counter would be, I don't think Kong versus or Godzilla versus Kong ever tries to be serious. I I don't mind the serious
1: stuff. I don't think it was great, but even like the stuff with the Kong versus Godzilla, like they're chatting and stuff, I was in for that as well. And I mean, that's not the greatest stuff in the world either.
2: I gotta say, I I literally had like really never considered the writing in this movie until just now in this episode. Like, none of my notes are about these things I've been criticizing. To be honest, which I mean, you know, good on you guys for bringing up these points. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on some of them, but dang. Yeah, I just have so much fun every time I watch this movie. I don't even know why. It's
1: one of those movies I feel like I could just throw on like whenever and be like, all right, I'm down for like two hours of watching this, like whatever. It's a very easy watch is what I liked about it. Like it kind of gets a little bit
0: more serious than what the other shark movies I have seen do. But it's, like, not super deep into it. I like it. It's an easy watch, kick
3: back on, and watch the Meg. It's kind of a downer for, like, 30 minutes, though, too. Like, right around the middle section. It's a big, big bummer. And I was like, man, this sucks. Let's get back to the fun <laughs> stuff.
0: <laughs> I agree. I think they could cut probably 20 minutes of this and tighten it up. Because it is almost two hours long, which surprises me for a shark movie. I think most of them are pretty short.
3: That middle scene is real long. Like, I guess that's the second act. It is good for the most part, though. I brought up my nitpicks with that whole boat thing, but it is good.
1: Yeah, I like the the first-person perspective of Statham when he's like trying to find the shark underwater. So he's like, peek his head under, look up, peek under... That had me on my toes the whole time. (laughs) I was like,
3: oh, God. I gotta bring back the thalassophobia rating for the shark movie month. And this one is a high tick on the thalassophobia rating. That scene, when he's in there, like you said, and looking for it, oh, God, that was terrifying. Or when it's, like, looking at the girl in the... uh, thing oh man if you got the lassophobia, you better watch out if you want to watch this because it's gonna trigger it bad
1: yeah or even in the shark cage yeah when she's like trying to find it and it's like underneath her instead oh geez louise that i just that's uh, so scary how it's like yeah because i mean that's how sharks are even in like the normal size ones they're so the same color as like the murky ocean like you'd never see them until they get super close yeah, shark movies for some reason have become, yeah, like a, a, not a punching bag, but like your classic, like, this is going to be so bad movie, you know, it's got sharks in it. I don't know how it got that reputation. Like, I don't understand how this became a thing, but.
3: The Jaws sequels. Oh, okay. And then after that, everyone wanted to make, well, it's all it all comes from Jaws, right? Because the sequels suck for that. Well. People like them because they're bad, um, which is fine, but they're still bad, you know, and then people are like, "Ah, we want some of that Jaws money because that was like, don't people say that's like the first blockbuster, summer blockbuster Mm -hmm. movie? So people like wanted that, but they don't, they're not Steven Spielberg, obviously. I wouldn't think they'd be that easy to make yeah sharks aren't easy to get and if you're gonna cgi them oh
1: god like it's so bad i feel like that would take a lot of time too
2: what was it that one we did uh shark killer i guess they kind of got around it by only showing the shark like twice and then it was just the idea of the shark
3: it wasn't really until the shallows came out a few years ago that we got like a decent shark movie again but yeah, they gotta be a pain in the butt to film. Well, we know Jaws was a huge pain in the butt in the film, but it's like you gotta get some water or CGI the water, like this movie for a lot of it. Um, But that's not cheap. And then shooting anything on the water is a pain in the butt. So, I don't know, yeah. Maybe just like the rich producer has a yacht, and they're like, we can shoot on my yacht yeah
0: you could do a cgi shark in some water a lot easier than something out
1: of the water you just gotta do the fin most of the time i guess yeah if you're just looking at it from the above water i was unaware how big the
0: shark movie market was there until we started watching some
1: it goes deep it does go deep Maybe too deep. <laughs> you really got to be looking for the good ones, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you got to go below the trench if you want to find the, the, the good shark movies.
3: It's true. It's like every once in a while you'll get that one that gets a lot of money put behind the marketing for it, like The Shallows or Shark Night 3D, I think that one was, or something like that, and it's so weird. I guess, in a lot of ways, the shark movie's like your classic slasher villain,
1: yeah, the Meg kind of is a slasher, honestly, yeah, you think he's dead, and he comes back well, he's his twin, I guess shows up, but you think he's just when he's dead, he comes back and gets you
3: <laughs> man oh i I could just picture it like they they have like a party on the boat, and like everybody goes off to do their thing, and like. There's a couple getting at it, and then, like, through the little hole, you can just see a shark peeking Uh. and watching, (laughs) and then, like, they go above deck, and it jumps out of the water and does, like, a 360 and, like, chomps on one of them and slaps the other one with its tail. A 360 chomp.
1: Wow. Maybe Run the Real needs to get into the movie-making
3: business. (laughs) Where's our rich Producer? We'll make this. I think I'm having more fun talking about these shark movies than actually watching them.
1: (laughs) What?
0: How dare you. Watch it again, Dan, in like
3: a year. It had its moments. I really liked when the funny guys were being funny for the most part. And then, yeah, Statham, like, jumping out of the water with the shark at the end was awesome. Hmm. Well, I guess if we...
0: Done with our Journey to the Deep, review
1: of the Meg. I think I'm done. I got all what I need to say out, I feel like. I would even say I got more than I thought I would out of this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got a scale we use to rate these movies. It goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all going to give our own little spiel and our own little rating. So who knows where each of us will land, but... um, you know, it's weird how these movies always remind me of something, and this one's no different. Because back in college, I was somewhat of a a sea biologist of sorts. Uh, you know that thing—that's the technical <laughs> term, I believe. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, I was in the, like a classic underwater base. We're really trying to figure out what is underneath. is this layer of clouds. Is it? Is there something underneath it, deep at the bottom of the ocean, or is it just ground, and we'll just crash, and there's nothing there? But we had to know. So we, do- we dove so deep to find the hidden secrets beneath. And as we got closer, it got darker and darker. So we couldn't really see. But our senses, you know, how when like, lights go out, you slowly start to adjust. Your hearing gets a little sharper. Your smell gets a little sharper. It was weird. I started to hear this, like, signal slowly reaching out from the darkness. And I really was focusing, trying to tell what it could... Just what, what is it saying? What is it saying? And I suddenly clicked. It was saying, Mike goes first. And then a shark came and tried to eat me. (laughs) Oh, oh, no. Was it the Meg? (laughs) It was was the... uh, The Mike. The Mike, yeah. We named it the Mike because of that. (laughs) It was just a harmless little shark that just wanted Mike to go first. So I think that's... uh, All right. I'll do it for the shark,
0: yeah. We get it's shark movie category. I got to do it. Um, so yeah, this movie was a pretty fun watch for me. Um, the Meg is amazing. He looks cool. Statham uh, steals the show along with the little girl. The sub design is sweet. Um, most of the big set pieces are pretty fun for a summer blockbuster. It was and it was pretty funny as well. I do think like 20 minutes of this movie could be cut down though and kind of shorted up a bit but I'm going to open wide for this review boys I'm giving it a watch it the Meg
2: Yeah you know the Meg really uh kind of blew me out of the water back when I first saw it in theaters I was not particularly excited to see it I uh I'm not super keen on a lot of contemporary uh pg-13 family summer blockbuster action (laughs) films (laughs) but this one kind of surprised me i don't know there's a sense of peril there's some stakes it's it's got a different vibe it's got jason statham and i had a lot of fun with the first time and as i as i said at the beginning now this is this is four or five times for me which is pretty impressive given that i rarely revisit films so I think I got a slap of buy on this one. I don't know. I've spent so much money going to movie theaters and renting this one, averaging <laughs> a viewing of once a year. I figure I might as well own it. You know, it's definitely got its flaws. I think there was a lot of good criticisms pointed out that I, uh, I guess I had just been too uh, drunk on the entertainment of the film to notice <laughs> before. But, you know, I got a little. I was like, hmm. Mm, These are issues. You guys aren't wrong. I was a little on board with you there, so it's a buy it from Fox. But know that maybe there's uh, there there are a few flaws. It uh, has a slight fishy odor
1: occasionally. What? (laughs) 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 Yeah, this is definitely like I feel like an an epitome of like big dumb blockbuster like it's it is kind of stupid it even makes some dumb decisions sometimes uh you know some of the character drama is just kind of there for some reason they go for it it doesn't work sometimes but yeah for whatever reason i just don't care because this movie is just so entertaining for me it's so easy to watch the block the like set pieces are just so good i think the Meg itself is actually pretty scary and intimidating and it can be fun jason statham is so awesome in this movie just as like the generic tough guy, Statham Act. But hey, I, I love it. Um, yeah, I've watched this several times. I'm surprised I haven't. I didn't own this. Because every time I want to watch it, I always look into my collection. Because I'm like, oh, it's time to watch the Meg. And I'm like, oh, I don't own this already? <laughs> what the heck? And then I have to go rent it or something. But uh, this time, when I was going to rent it, I noticed something. To rent it was... $3.99 and to buy it was $7.99 so you know oh. what I did
3: <laughs> I bought it I thought the rule was that if it was one dollar difference you would buy it
1: well but if I already know I love it <laughs> I'm gonna I buy see. it <laughs> I see <laughs> yeah that's not a big gap I'll take the steps. three bucks ain't bad if that's a pretty small price to pay for a movie I've already watched yet yeah, like five times
3: Man, TV, you you hit me with a a hard hitting fact here in this movie that's had that's oh. having me think. You're like, just this, you, this feels like Godzilla versus Kong to you, and now yeah. that that that's like change that like hit me hard. I was like, man, what? I love Godzilla <laughs> versus Kong, but that's a dumb movie too. <laughs> But I think I've figured out why I like that one more than this one. And a big part of it is Godzilla and King Kong. <laughs> but the the other parts are that movie doesn't really try to be serious. Um it, it tries a couple times and it's not like super great, but it's better than what this one did. Um, and it's it's just concerned about having fun the entire time. Plus you get Kong and Godzilla beating each other up for a very big portion of the film. And while we do see the Meg a lot in this too, um, it's not as satisfying as that. So <laughs> this one's a, a a real mixed bag for me. Like I said at the start, they marketed this as a B movie. And so I went in expecting a B-movie and I didn't, I kind of got it, but not really, Um, which that's fine. Like I, I try not to take preconceptions into the film. And when I figure out they're wrong, I try to judge it fairly off of that. But you know what? I would have preferred this being a B movie the entire time because the like drama and character stuff we got in here was not very good. Um it wasn't good enough to replace having B movie fun the entire time like like Godzilla versus Kong. So, yeah, what they tried to do something um and try to introduce some peril like Fox said um which is something to um, try and do for sure, but for me i I did not care about the characters at all. I only like to state them in the little girl, really, and then a few of the side characters, but all the drama and stuffs with with the ones i I really don't care about cause they're acted not that great, and they're written poorly, and they're in stupid situations for most of the film, trying to play it off seriously, so you yeah, know. Uh, I, I'm a I gotta give it a pass. Um, it it would have been much better, I think, with like an R rating slapped on there, so we could get a huge massacre at the beach, um, and then just like making it into a B movie the entire time instead of trying to put some pseudoscience stuff in here and some drama. I would have had more fun with it that way, anyways. Dang,
1: oh. I don't know. This is like the pin- one of the pinnacles of shark movies for me. It's like, there's not much below this. And I'm with you,
2: TV. I think they brought up some valid concerns, though. One of
0: the pinnacles,
3: huh? <laughs> yes, you must prepare yourself, Dan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know those bad shark movies. That's why I suggested this category, I wanted to watch some crap oh. shark movies. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready for it. I do like shark like sharks are cool. They're scary, but they are cool. And I, I I forgot. I wanted to mention, yeah, the CGI for the Megalodon was pretty good the whole time. It wasn't great for the ocean, but it was it was pretty good for the Megalodon, I thought, mostly. Was it CGI or did they actually have a practical effect when they like hauled it up on the boat after they killed the first one?
1: Oh, I don't know. It looked good, yeah. I couldn't tell either
3: yeah that that was good and like i agreed with i liked um the design of the subs and like the base and everything all the sets were pretty good in this i i will admit
1: what's next anybody got the pick for our next shark movie well i think i've got
2: something that's bigger smarter faster and meaner oh uh. Well, I'm hoping this one's a little more what we're looking for with our schlocky action. It's 1999's Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> oh, boy. I gotta say, I, I was not excited about this movie, and my wife showed me a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And right then, I was like, I'm gonna marry you, but just
1: wow. kidding. I loved you already, but <laughs> that was the I moment. had a good time.
3: <laughs> so I'm curious to see what you guys think. <laughs> nice. I have not seen it. I watched it once when
1: I was dog sitting, um, my at my parents' place, and hmm, we'll just have to see what I thought about that one. Ooh! <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna find it to be smarter or not, but <laughs> supposedly the sharks are smarter, so we'll see. But in the meantime, if any listeners out there want to get in contact with us, tell us your thoughts on the Meg. Is it kind of too self serious? Is it? boring and there's not not enough goodies in there for you to to give it a buy like some of us is it just in the middle is it watchable is it a pass is it even a burn let us know i want to know what you think about the Meg. and give us some suggestions about shark movies too um you can find us on facebook or twitter at run the real or you can email us at run the real podcast at gmail dot com tell us your thoughts we need to hear them
3: i'd be surprised if someone wanted to burn this like, it, it's not that bad.
1: Yeah. You'd be surprised. I was looking on Letterboxd the other day because when I logged in, it was like some of the people I followed were like giving it like half stars. I was like, oh. Yeah, this? I saw that too. <laughs> I was like, no. And some people, I saw one review that was like, imagine, imagine somebody giving this five stars. I was like, I'm kind of close to that. What are you talking about? How dare you? Nice. Well, yeah, I'll
0: be sure. Get in contact with us. Take the journey to the deeps with us with the shark waves. anyways yeah thanks for listening to us tonight we really appreciate it this is run the real signing off